Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. A former Royal Stadium vendor turned radio icon. It's all tonight on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Your home for everything that's great. He's been in a band. I never like you. And he's not to be trifled with. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hard ass. I'm sorry. He's Todd Liebo. He's Todd Liebo. I'm getting really sick of guys named Todd. Hi, what's your name? Todd. I'm Todd. On the program. Little Lebo sounds. We got too much going on to play the few today. I'm sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Ooh, sorry. sorry for sorry. your loss. Uh, we will sorry. play the feud a little bit later. Uh, Another day. Next month. Less, less stuff going on. There's yeah. too much going yeah. on. We'll play next month. Right now. I really thought there would be nothing happening this week, and then all of a sudden there's a lot of things happening That's this week. such a busy day. And this looked like a non-kind of day. And yesterday we had Sporting KC Media Day. Today we had this availability mm-hmm. with the Chiefs and all this stuff. And, and there's... News about contracts and, and crappy facilities. You know, we, we are not going to have time to go to Bed Bath and Beyond today. Not time. No, no chance. No, no chance. chance. And, and they're all. We closed, will streak the so. quad, but yeah. no Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, Todd Lebo is always brought to you by our friends at Family Leisure. My favorite spot. I got to get out there this weekend. As a matter of fact, it's, it's beginning to be that the season patio to get furniture there. time. I, not today, Mm-mm. but two days ago. I was sitting well, out yesterday, and then sunning myself maybe out on the patio with not my, today. my my Adirondack chairs, which are my happy place. It's uh, crazy. Yesterday, I drove home. It was 60-something. and Because yeah, you left early. I had a sales Because when we got in the car, it was down to like 51. I had a sales meeting till about 4-something. And I drove home. It was like 60. And then just a couple hours later, sleep pelting our windows. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I couldn't believe it went from 96 to minus 8 in like Just like that. It's it incredible. wasn't that far. 81 to 17 in hours. You know, it was quick. Trapped 35 degrees in two hours. And then yeah. by the time... Uh, we literally were opening the door. My wife's like, I do not want to turn the air conditioning on, but it's warm upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, should we open the door? I'm like, it's cold out. Like cold from out. 80 to 45 between from 4 to 6. Yeah, yeah it was wild. Yeah. Good times. So, anyway, well, you know, the, the family leisure will have... Family leisure, patio, patio furniture, hot tub spas, pools. They'll probably sell you heater for board. outside, too. Probably, yes, they probably can. Yes, they got it all. Uh, go see them. They're online at familyleisure.com. In person at K10 and Ridgeview. Uh they're absolutely the best. Mention 810. Save even more. Let them know you're an 810 listener uh, because just like Sports Radio 810, locally owned and operated is Family Leisure. Right here in Kansas City for more than a quarter century. Dennis and his staff are outstanding. They'll help you out. If you want to have fun with the family, uh, get to Family Leisure. K10 and Ridgeview. Todd, let's begin. We'll, come, we'll double back to the stadium. Let that breathe for a minute. Let, um, we gotta, we got to let Bruce calm down. And take a look at it. I do want to uh, correct one thing, uh, which I forgot to do last segment. For the sake of accuracy, the voters of Kansas City, Missouri, did approve the new airport. I was wrong. I forgot that there was a vote. Well, yeah, there was going to not be a vote, and then they gummed it up by making it be a vote. Right. And so in November of 17, yeah. they voted yes on question one. Did you recall that one? Is but the one you where, can. Where Burns and McDonald wanted us to build the thing, and then the, the city and county got involved. Said, well, no, 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 no. Let's do this. With another way, and they made it messy. Right. 
But we got it done. The government does that. They got it done. I shouldn't say we. I didn't have anything to do with it. They got it done. And uh, and so do you believe that there is a way? Uh, so save that. Anyway, I wanted to correct that. Right, there right. was a vote. If you've been screaming at your radio, you are correct. I'm wrong. And so we always always want to be factually correct here and happy to correct any mistakes we make. And that was one I made, so I apologize for that. Now, first of all, I want to, because I, we'll forget and we'll end up just throwing it in at the end. Lance Leipold got a contract, uh, got a, raise. not an extension, just a raise. Why would you raise him and not extend, throw a year on the back end? Uh, maybe they just said, hey. Let's give you some money. We like you. I I don't know. At this time as well, I mean, I don't know. Did maybe UCLA called him two weeks ago after Chip Kelly up and left on him? They should have. And maybe he said, ah, I don't want to do this. And so then they just gave him a raise. You, you know who their head coach is at UCLA now? Uh, it is uh, the old running back. Yeah. Uh, of course, Eric Bieniemy. Has that been official yet? That I, he's, I don't know if it's official. He's the, the OC, OC keeps being as reported. Yeah. I don't know what's not Deshaun quiet. Foster. Deshaun Foster, Went yeah. from running backs coach to uh, head coach at UCLA. And he was a running back coach in the NFL last year, yeah, right? Yeah, he'd been around. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like maybe that's what happened. But there's really no reason in February to to give a coach a raise. Let, let me just say this. But it, I think he deserves it if they have the money. Pay him. UCLA must have the tightest donors ever. Because if you can't, if I'm sitting at UCLA and I end up with Deshaun Foster, if I'm a booster, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. If I'm the AD, I'm like, who, where are you people? Where's the money? Like how you can't just go. Here's twelve million dollars, Lance Leipold. You're coming to UCLA. I am not. You're my plane is here, mm-hmm. and you're on the manifest. I don't. You're think, going to take off with me. You, you just tell me what it takes. I just don't think they care that much about football. I think that's amazing. I know. I, I, I yeah. don't understand, Lance Leipold. Who was called me? Washington called the guys in in Seattle. Called me about Lance Leipold. They're like, "What do you think?" And I'm like. Like he's not going to coach it for twenty years, but that, but it doesn't matter. Neither is anybody else. Yeah, right. The idea, like even Nick Saban didn't go twenty years at Alabama, Mm-mm. right? So yes, I would hire it's him just immediately. Kirk okay, he completely gets offense. He's completely organized. Yes, I think he, he will rise with the ties. I said, I will say this: he's losing his offensive coordinator, and we're mm-hmm. going to see what we'll happens see after that. But differences. I, I think Kansas, like if you're at Kansas and you go by and and wave the Travis Goff. And tell them you appreciate that you're not screwing around getting to a point to where you got to have a pissing match with some school over your head coach that he's taking care of this long in advance. Celebrate Travis Koff that he's got the relationship with the money guys to be able to get the money and keep paying Lance Leipold. And then celebrate your money guys for giving the money that you're not screwing around with a coach. you got it right with the head coach, and you're not screwing it up. Ah, the, that's and, great. And like right now, their football stadium is getting entirely – Built over, and they got things going over there right now. It's it's. But will there be a canopy? What about a canopy on a walkover? Well, will there be an? Are we moving on to this now? Which way are we going? Uh, Will there be an event space? What what, activation activation zone? zone. Thank you, Jockey. Had it. uh, He nailed it. Activation zone. An activation zone. Uh, There. I don't know if this is an activation zone, but they're going to have a much better stadium in Lawrence than they had before. They are, and it's going to be. It's going to be rough this year. It's. It, it would have been great if they could have I, I done disagree. this when seven people wanted to go to the games. Totally object. I, I totally object. I, I, I will object with you then. Object I, with I you. object to your objection because ah! I think Kansas fans, dude, if there's ever a time to buy tickets, this is it. When else are you going to play in Arrowhead Stadium? Answer, never. 
Yeah, when that's, when that's else true, are you going to play at Sporting it, Kansas City in one of the most intimate environments you're ever going to see? And Answer, it's only one never. Year. It's only one year. I will be at the UNLV game. Are they playing here or there at UNLV? That's here. They have two games here. That's Children's Mercy. UNLV is yeah, it? Sporting? I so, yeah. I, I, I will be there. Yeah. One, my jackass friend will probably be staying at my house. He does sidelines for him. Um, you don't put him up? Come on. Probably. Probably. We'll hey, see. You can pocket that money and stay at your place. I don't know. Dump me up some receipts? He's kind of single. Oh, he could be out and about. There. So, I mean, he might be wanting to run around with the crew or something. Yeah. You know? Here's here's the only thing I don't like about it. Um, you, you listen, you have to do what you have to do it. They're, they have a good problem. People want to go. And they initially wanted to, to just play the games with half a stadium. And they could have done that five yeah. years ago because nobody cared. And that would have been cool. That would have been cool. But they have more people I have fond memories of going to Kauffman Stadium when they were digging around oh, out there. Well, you're going to have, some, gonna have cool. some fond memories of Arrowhead yes. here, too. But here's what I don't like about it. I, I don't think there are – we just talked about UCLA. What's one of UCLA's problems with football? Where do they play? Oh. And where's the school? You know, they, they got to get the hell out of the Rose Bowl. Okay, yeah, so, nobody that that carries no swag anymore. And and it's twenty thirty hour depends on how far yeah. away. So if you're a sophomore at KU, eleven o'clock game at Arrowhead, you you on a bus? What are you doing? I, you know, it's just that's going to will the students go? I know the adults will go. The people in Johnson County are going to love it. Oh, I just get to drive here instead of driving there. Whatever you know, whatever that part's fine. And the, the part I feel bad for as well. And this is just this is just what the deal is. I feel bad for like. 23rd Street Brewery, game day. You know, they, they lose out on that stuff. I love colleges. I love going to college football stadiums and games, and you miss that when, you, when you're when you not going to be playing in the place. It's only one year. It'll be a memorable year. Right. It's not that big a deal. They're not it gets you into the new stadium quicker, and yeah. it's going to be a unique experience. Because they said, uh, like, for every, if they tried to play them over there at the, at the stadium, like every game they had a game, they would lose, like, 10 days of work because yeah. of all the stuff they'd have to do before. They're working, like, Full blast over there right now to get this thing going. So that's cool stuff happening at KU. Congrats to Coach Leipold. Can we, uh, you want to give us the uh, news? We have confirmed, like, the blue check mark doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's Mike Garofalo, this Twitter handle has 512,000 followers, so we believe it to be Mike mm-hmm. Garofalo of uh, ESPN, right? Uh, NFL e- Network. NFL Network. Uh, is reporting. The 49ers are interviewing Chiefs defensive backs coach Dave Merritt for their defensive coordinator position. Well, what the hell happened to three more years before he'll take a D.C. job? Well, did, did I say sat eight it. feet from him when he yeah. just said that in, like, November. Yeah, he still got kids in school. I, I'll tell you this right now. I think it's a stadium thing. I don't think you like the renderings. <laughs> they could be interviewing right here. I'm out of this dump. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think Dave Merritt's going anywhere. That's what I'll tell you. They'll match it. I, I just, I just think that just... that he, I, I do believe what, what what he told us that one day. He's got a kid who's going to be a senior in in high school who's getting recruited by all kinds of people, and I don't think he wants to uproot him. And maybe he would just go coach and do that or whatever. But he's a, so you he's think a, this is just to get a bigger check, or maybe, yeah, I guess, or I to know. just get his name out there. The you you got to start ahead early to do those things. I like I'll him do this a lot. So I can do that next. Oh, I, thought, I thought his kid had three more years. Well, he he's got one? The, the one kid's going to be a senior, but I think he's got another younger one. So okay. he's got like three more years, and he's that's what he Curtis, told us. We were counting on Dave Merritt being there at the yep. DB coach for like the next three or four. Can years. I just point once this he out? goes, he's, or maybe be the DC here ship, when uh, when Coach Spags is a head coaching job. Right, so I love that too. You if know? if this happens, then what Kyle Shanahan is saying to their last DC is. 
yeah, the Super Bowl was your fault, not my fault. <laughs> let me hire this uh, guy. But let me hire the guy, the secondary, who yeah. stopped my <laughs> offense in that Super Bowl. I wonder if their guy would be our guy. Hmm. I, I like Coach Merritt a lot. I love him, man. I think he's fantastic. My, I, they've been passing out raises. I was there. so glad he to hear be. him say that because for three years, Curtis, I've been like, why is this guy not yeah. a defensive coordinator? He's he might never be my tried favorite. To, he's never looked. He might be my favorite coach to listen to that I've since we've been doing the chief stuff. Yeah, pregame that goes back to 2010. I've never never heard a position coach or a coordinator head coach that I enjoyed listening to more than Dave. And, and can I just say this? There is an element in the media out there. There's some like giggle fest that goes on when he talks, and I cannot figure out who is laughing at Dave Merritt. I don't, I don't because that. I think he is He's number awesome. one. His performance on the field is yeah. without Not reproach, and I think what he says is thoughtful, intelligent, every insightful. Single, yes, and that's every single answer reveals something I hadn't thought about. That when someone asks or him just a question, didn't know, yeah, like oh, okay, that's someone how he asks does him it. a question. He doesn't just say, "Well, what can I say?" I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to tell you exactly why what you asked happens happens. And it's incredible to listen to. Yeah. Well, even more breaking news. Comedian Richard Lewis has passed. Heard about that. Ah, Richard Lewis, uh, who... He's on Curb still with uh, Larry David. What was the show he was on? The... He was the guy that's always talking about going to his therapist? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 76. Ah, too bad. Oh, that's Bring it all down. Sorry. So, about these crappy grades the Chiefs got in the yeah. locker room. So, how about that? Uh, you know, it really it crushed them. They got crappy grades on their way to a championship last year, and they get crappy grades on their way to a championship this year. Are we starting to say that that should be the plan? Yeah, maybe so. That coddling and babying these players is not the way you got to be. you got to have a tough charter flight. <laughs> you got to have some mediocre food. you got to make he, rookies roommates on the road. And you got to have a rickety locker stall. Well, when you practice, if you want to be a real football team. So this was interesting today. This news hit at about 10 a.m. right while the Chiefs were announcing their renderings and the activation zones and all that stuff. So afterwards, when we had our little scrum stuff, that's when you know Clark Hunt and Mark Donovan got asked. But I'm going to play a couple of little sound bites here for you. First one, this is our buddy Sam McDowell asking Clark Hunt if he'd seen these, these rankings about the locker room and such. So it's bite number five. So we will get there in a second. <laughs> did we, we cover this? We did. At five and ten is what we're going to play. So, I, I misunderstood. I when, when he said we're not doing sound right away, I took that to mean not this segment. Okay, we got we got it all characterized it's here. We got it all now. done. So it's open now. Clark Hunt was asked by our friend Sam McDowell I'm as about good as those renderings <laughs> about the renderings now about the locker rooms. <laughs> but you have no apparently have no activation. <laughs> There's area. no so activation. Get it, get it activated. Well, uh, there was a question asked uh, at the press conference about the, the practice facility, and it is certainly a, a high priority for us. I have not had a chance to see the report. Did you did you tell the players, though, that they would get a renovated locker room? Uh, well, we did uh, completely renovate the locker room uh, here in the stadium a, a couple of years ago, so I'm not, not sure which, which locker room they're referring to. So well, that's that's really that is that's rough. There's a, this, Come on, you know exactly what they're talking I about. I think I know. You what want me to ask about. you intelligent yes. questions and treat you like an intelligent man? Then give me intelligent answers. I do still think there is a possibility that the Chiefs, when answering the question, because they're asking every player, some of them may have been confused about which locker room they were talking about as well. I'm not saying they all understood. 
I think you and I understand that the one locker room that's crappy is the practice facility locker room, the one that they're in seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. The one that they're in ten times a year, they've renovated to low-level SEC standards. Nine to ten times. Sometimes you only have one right. preseason Right. Well, game. they get the preseason and the one. And they, I guess, I guess yeah. you do end up with 20 games yeah, total. You get, and yeah. they have the playoff games. The one that well, they go to Germany sometimes. They go to Germany. And sometimes they have to go on the road in the playoffs. I don't know. It's what? not too much. But that locker room is a low-level SEC locker room now. That's, that's what the standard is. I was just looking around. Like... SMU's locker rooms are better than the Chiefs. KU's are better. Oh, well, I'm, listen, every Power Five is their level of better. I'm the SMU. Well, of course, SMU's Power Five now. They're a free now, member of now, the ACC. Listen, listen, like we can say that, you know, Clark Hunt's plane is the 10th best plane out there. It's still a freaking plane. Yeah, but they don't own their right, plane like, either. I mean, well, it's about Clark Hunt's personal plane, not his, not the one that Chiefs fly on. I don't know if he, I don't know if he wheels up or net jets or what he does. No, yeah. but, I, I'm, no, but my point is, still, yes, it's still that locker. There's nothing wrong with that locker room. No, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you were if you were recruiting to a college, you you, you, you wouldn't would not show be good that. enough. You wouldn't no. show him that. But but even but that, these guys are all getting money. But even to play. that, have you noticed? We haven't seen. We saw KU's redoing their locker room, and it looks really impressive and everything. But l- let's watch and see just how fancy the locker rooms keep getting. Yeah, while well, NIL is there. Well, instead of yeah. paying a guy, yeah, take the Because what do you want? Mm-hmm. They're nice enough. Yeah, you want two hundred grand. Or do you want to? Or, 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 or you know, do you want a, 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 a cocoon you can stick a nap in next to your your locker yeah. stall, like you know, like LSU built? Yes. Uh, you pick. I'm taking the 200k. I agree with you. All I right. agree with you. So I'm going to follow this up. You were one last hour. One of the callers you were talking about the possibility. There's nothing written anywhere that the Chiefs would be in keeping their, their practice facility in, and offices yeah, in Jackson. In Jackson. That's right. So. We'll just kind of read between the lines on this answer here. Mark Donald was asked if there was any thought of moving the training facilities to another area. In terms of the training facility, um, I know you just talked to Clark about this, and I didn't hear what he said. So I bet you what he didn't say, because he's just so humble, is we're going to put $2 more million into our existing training facility this offseason. Probably not the time to be thinking about a new one, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll look at it. We'll continue to look at it as we go here. There are a lot of different things going on in the National Football League. There are a lot of different things going on in college football when it comes to facilities. So we'll look at that, but there's no plan right now to do that. What was the exact question? I don't know what the exact – I don't. Ha- I can go back and find that exact question. But um, he didn't say they wouldn't Because it was leave. a question about the, 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 the survey – no, and that question was. Well. A, I, I think the question. Uh, I, I can't remember now either. I'll there were so many questions. But because he did say in there, it would be a silly time to leave if we're just putting two million dollars in this thing. But he didn't say we wouldn't leave. First in of five all, years. two million dollars. Maybe that'll get them nicer lockers. Is a and chairs. I think that was the back end of a two question, two a two topic question. Was he answering one thing? That's why he said, as far as the facilities are concerned, because he was resetting. I can't remember what the first question was. Yeah, but it, it was part of it. It was a two part. And here's the thing: Clark didn't say that because I'm not sure who even knows if Clark knows he's spending two million dollars in practice facility. I mean, these these are the things you find out when you're asking these questions back to back to to uh, two guys. Because um, otherwise, when they were asking Clark about the locker rooms, he would have should have said, "Well, you know, we're putting two million dollars into it right now." You know what I mean? Right. But he didn't say that. But Mark Donovan said it because Mark Donovan's in charge of figuring out the two million dollars. You know what I mean? So here's what I think about the survey. 
last year, I didn't see the details this year. Last year they said they had 1300 By the way, can I just tell you that $2 million is 0.05% the value of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, for sure. But what does $2 million get you in a locker room? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. What, what's, what, did, what did LSU's locker rooms cost? I don't know, but I would think it would get you a lot. I yeah. don't know what your $2 million you should do it pretty nice. Get the calculator out on this one. Last year, 1,300 guys responded to this. You do the math on that. That's 40 guys a team. So that's not everybody on the team responding. Don't know. My- Andy Reid last year said, well, it's some sour grapes. Yeah. There are a couple of guys that... Yeah. Sour grapes. There, there could be some. I, I believe there probably are some sour grapes here. Anything about the training guys, the training facility, or the, or the the training staff, I think that is some sour grapes, guys. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think people, it doesn't appear like, they were calling Rick Burkholder out by name last year. Yeah. Right? Okay. They do that this year? I didn't see anywhere where they called him out by name in particular. I read through the report. I didn't see that. But they feel like there's not enough staff there to, to handle them all. But I think, we talked about this last year, I think Andy Reid doesn't want him in that training room feeling oh, comfortable. I agree. I, I really don't think he wants that. No, I, th- I think Rick Burkholder, and we, we said this last year, carries out the marching orders of what his boss tells him to carry out. Right. And they do not want to make it a, a luxury lounge that people want to hang out in. They want it to be like, oh, you got to get tape? We'll get to you in a minute. So that side of it. You can't deny that. that grading poorly has not affected them. No. Winning, no, no question. They've been just fine. The locker room, you know, the answers here: seventy-four percent percent say it's big enough. It's there's enough room there, enough lockers. Da da da. But what they seem to be sour about is they claim they were told they would have a new locker room last year after winning the Super Bowl last year, and they came back and they, there wasn't a new locker. Room. Okay, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. They have done a couple little things in there, but nothing. What, really fancy. What, what, I think they've gotten some new chairs. What new they, chairs, but I, over the ten years, I don't. I'm not sure they were like, uh, you know, as many plugs in the lockers to charge phones, things like that. I think they've done a few little things like that, but it literally looks like very low level Power Five locker room. But as we said, it doesn't really matter. But that is where they're more than anywhere. That's the locker room they use. Yeah, it's their office. They, they, they should get better. And and by the way, the basketball goal you hear them shooting on, sucks. It's terrible. It's a crappy basketball goal. Go to Family Leisure. Get a Gorilla or they something should. like That's that. That's right. I mean, this thing is awful. It does suck. My, my Gorilla basketball goal that it's I got at Family that. Leisure... Ten times better. Ten times better. Ten times better. The stuff about the travel, listen, they're they're on a charter flight. I don't want to hear these guys griping we got travel. They don't go through regular security like the rest of us do and stand in line. Yeah, they but, it, but it's relative. Stuff. It's not about what I had to do to get to spring training. It's about what the 31 other teams do to travel. Yeah, so. and, and the 31 other teams don't win two Super Bowls either. So, oh, I agree. I, I'm with you there. Th- their travel's fine. They complain. They don't that, think so. That... Uh, the rookies, I think, have to share rooms on the road. Is that too cheap? Maybe so. But listen, you know what they also don't like? You know what they, these guys don't like doing? They don't like sitting in those dorm rooms in St. Joe. But you know who likes it? Andy, Andy Reid likes it. And it works for them because they're up there and they're getting to be, you know, in a small group together, living in the dorms. And I bet he likes the rookies living together in a, in a one night they're in a hotel room. And they're talking to each other and they're around each other and they're not just by themselves. I think there's probably a method to his madness on those things, right? Now, Clark got the F, uh, and I think Clark got the F because the people are sour about this locker room. I mean, they think it's him, you know? Andy Reid got the what A+. What is plus. him? Andy Reid got the A-plus, but most of these things are probably Andy Reid's behest. I mean, not the locker room itself, but, you know, the training staff, Andy's in charge of that. I- I'll bet 
Andy's not saying going in there and saying, I'm quitting if you don't you know, let these guys all have their own rooms. You know what I mean? I think there's probably a reason he does some of these things. This stuff, the other stuff in there about the families, listen, this will go to the activation zones and stuff. We have walked through where the families get to gather before and after games. It's a fine area underneath Arrowhead Stadium. It's not nearly as nice as a lot of places. Probably. How much of that do you think is that girlfriends and wives like, this sucks? Seriously, that's what that is. Yeah. And and it, when they get these renovations, if they get them done, I'll bet there'll be a much nicer area for that. Right. There's complaints in there about you know daycare and stuff for the games, and they got to do it across the street. I, you know, these are all complaints that don't have much to do with the football itself because the football itself has been outstanding. We'll talk about the renovations next. Todd Lebo's here. He's brought to you by our friends at Family Leisure, where you can get a Gorilla basketball goal that is way better than what's in the NFL Chief standards. Room. Yes, way better than NFL standards. Uh, K10 and Ridgeview online at FamilyLeisure.com. All right, the Joe's Kansas City Barbecue burnt end of the hour answer. Born on this date, the late Bubba Smith, who was the first pick of the first common draft in the NFL in 1967. Who was the first Hall of Famer taken in that draft? 67? There were two in the top ten. So Bubba went in the Hall of Fame, didn't he? Mm-mm. No? Are they Chiefs players? Surprise. Nope. One went at four. What year? 1967. What position? Quarterback went number four. A running back went number six. Are both in the Hall of Fame. Those are the two top 67. ten picks. 67. Yep. There were a total of four Larry Hall Zonka? of Famers. Nope. Uh, but Roger he, Staubach? But he might have been... Jim Kick? Related to the quarterback. Mercury Morris? Roger nope. Staubach? Nope. Maybe Bob Greasy? Bob Greasy went number four. Shouldn't be in. Number six from Syracuse. Running back. Uh, a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. In 67? Floyd Little. Floyd Little. Somebody may have an autographed jersey. Yep. Floyd Little. Congratulations, Curtis. The other two, the Honorable Alan Page. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the late Hall of Fame guard Gene Upshaw, former president of the NFLPA. NFLPA. Yeah. Who I interviewed in Tahoe like two months before he passed away. And I would I would have told you there was nothing wrong with yeah. the man when I talked to him. And I think he'd been diagnosed and was just soldiering on. Like, yeah. is he going to change? I don't think it was one of those things like, well, he didn't know. He's like, like Tim Wakefield, who like found out he was sick. Two weeks before he died, you know, like there's some incredibly yeah, short timeline. But I, I remember I interviewed Archell and I was like, Archell passed away today. I'm like, what? what? I just talked, talked to, him. to him. I just talked to that guy. Um, at least it seems like I watched Curtis and be like, no, he actually died 12 no. months later. No, but you said it was the Hall of Fame, football Hall of Fame? No, no I interviewed in him Tahoe. in Tahoe. Yeah, it would have been right, August, August of 08. So it would have been couple, just a wow. couple weeks after that. That was the right yeah. time, time frame. Yeah, Crazy. so. It was insane. Um, all right, Todd. Let's, let's, get, get, to, let's get to the pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Somebody may have watched Letter Kenny recently. <laughs> um, let's hear from Clark Hunt. How, how about these stunning renovations that we saw? Well, here's what I'll say generally about this. I, I don't think renovations really are going to excite people as much as something new. Right? Love it or list it. Now, by the way, made. you made that point, and then every time I watch that show, she wins. Really? So I actually looked the stats up. It's sixty forty. They stay. It's weird. Really? Yes. So I'm totally wrong. You've you've, you've picked the weird shows to watch. <laughs> but he wins like forty percent of the time. But I every time I watch the show, I'm like they're never leaving. They love their house. It's where their memories well, are. By the way, those things are complete fraud. Well, it's all fraud. The whole thing. You know, it's like when you do the like the well, we're going to go pick a house. It's like they've already 
bought the house and lived it's in it for two years, now. and then they go look at two other things that they're never going to do. It's Those are all reality. scams, by the way, yeah, if anybody reality. isn't aware of that now. Those stats aren't even accurate. Eric Eager's like, well, you know, there's a 10% value for a new kitchen yeah, they sink. Know. And it's, it's hard to get the whole thing. But here's what I'll say about the – I thought in 2006, when this was up for a vote, I thought it was ridiculous to renovate these stadiums. At that time, I think we were all, hey, put the Royals downtown and get a new Arrowhead or something. And it didn't happen then. But now here we are. The more things change, the more they stayed. The Glass family, the only owners who had a city that many, many people wanted wanted to give you a new stadium. They went, I mean, what will we do with our parking revenue? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened then. And now here we are. When they showed the pictures of the renovations of those places, I didn't like either one of them, really. They didn't blow me away. And by the way... Well, they also didn't deliver. I can just tell you, there's a reason why I don't have tickets anymore. Because well, they ratcheted up my prices and did not deliver all the things they were supposed to have. But I do think, for me, as, as someone who's been in all parts of these stadiums, I think the what if I think back to what it was like to go to a Chiefs game in 2003 or four. What they have now is considerably better than that. The entire enclosed... The structure, yes. not the winning, you mean. No, no, not the winning. I'm talking about the entirely enclosed club level, the the different amenities they have there. I think they're way better than they were before because there was no reason, and they ratcheted those prices up in the club level because they were just seats that were yellow before. There was nothing special about them, and they've made them special, okay? And I think this looks like... More of that, but to a bigger level. If you go through some of these renderings, and, and, and honestly, I mean, listen, Mark Donovan was saying these things. There, there, there's more points to sale. There's more of this. I mean, they want to make more money. And there's more places to make more money if you have more of these areas. They're ta- they, they fell in love with SoFi and, and Allegiant with these field-level clubs. They want that in both ends. And that's not going to be something that Joe Sixpack is going to be able to buy, right? Let me ask you a question. The dugout suites at Kaufman. I think it's a horrible place to watch a game. I do too. I've been there, and I, I don't want to sit in those seats again. <laughs> and I would no sooner. Sit I think it's in cool a, if you want to. If you got money falling out your rear end, I, I mean, Jerry is, Jones' place is ringed all the way in the field level. I wouldn't sit in those seats if you paid me because you can't I, see. I, I I think for the Royals, the action is right there, and there's no one blocking you. You're not looking at yes, a bunch yes. of ankles. Yes, you're right. watching most of the important. 80% of the most important stuff happens in a baseball game is right there in front of yeah. me. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, but those don't like blow me away. They don't move Whenever I've been me. there, I've always thought, this is kind of cool. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did it once. But yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to sit there all the time. No. But people love these field-level suites, I guess. I wouldn't sit there. But they love them. And they like the end zone. There's less people blocking you on the end zone. Because the, the it's not in front of you. The people in Dallas. I mean, you're literally looking at, at you know ankles and butts. That, that is cool. The because you and I went down. We got to go down to the field at the end of Army Navy. That's the closest yeah, I've had cool. to an experience of that. And we were place. in the end zone and got to watch the final touchdown come right at us. What you'll be would, doing, and, it, and that was really cool. That'll be pretty neat. So they like that. Um, you know, they're they're going to basically take all the seats out of the lower level because there's a lot of work to do underneath it. That where these club levels and different things are going to be. It's going to be, but you know. When you look at they want the bowl to be the bowl, all right? So they, they like that. So let's play Clark Hunt here on why you would keep Arrowhead Stadium instead of building new. Well, I think what my dad loved best about the stadium was the connection that the team had with our fan base. And uh, if he was alive today, I think his answer would, would be the same, that you know he, he loves uh, this building because of what it means uh, to our fans. 
and um, we still believe that it's one of the best stadiums in the National Football League, but we also know that it's a bucket list destination, as I mentioned, for fans across the NFL, uh, as well as for our fans here, here in Kansas City. So uh, he knows how much it me- meant to our fans and how much it means to our fans today, and, and that's why, in large part, we want to renovate. Uh- I think it was Simon who called us and said he lives in the Northeast and he's been to these other stadiums. He said, and the atmosphere is better at Arrowhead. And I said, is it the fans and the winning or the actual building? He said, no, I, I know what you mean, but the actual structure, it's better. And I, and I agree. The bowl, the continuous bowl mm-hmm. of being inside as opposed to like you go to Denver, you can see out to the parking lot, out the corners because it's, it's basically like four sections. It's mm-hmm. the two side sections and the two end zone sections, right? And so I do get that. That is, Unique. Do you know anybody who has come here to just see a game? Do you know anyone who didn't come here for their team? I don't know. People go to Fenway and Wrigley. Just to just see, to see whoever is playing that day. Yeah, I I don't know. People go to Lambo, lesser. I, I, I would guess there probably have been people who said, "I just want to go watch the NFL game somewhere." I don't personally know anyone who's done that. Okay, I don't. But so, I do know people who have gone to, like, listen, I've gone to a lot of college football places that I want to see them. And I've gone to, when I go somewhere, like, we're going to go to Boston this year. I want to go to Fenway again. I've been there once. My wife's not been there. I mean, it's, it's a place to Fen- go to see. Fenway? Fenway. But there's only, like, four of those left in baseball, too. There's there's only two. There's Fenway Wrigley, and Wrigley. Wrigley. That's about it. Dodger Stadium, I don't need it. Uh, Dodger Stadium is just like kind of like Kauffman Stadium. It has no nuance to it. Nothing. And, you know, so Fenway, Wrigley, and Lambeau are the only ones. Really it. And this is like, I'm like, okay, how are you going to incorporate the neighborhood? Because that's what makes those things special. Right. It, it's you walk well, right no across the street and you're into a bar. Yeah. That's what I do like about the Royals. They're going to build the buildings that are going to be rooftop mm-hmm. so you can see deals across the way. And they're going to own them, which the Cubs now own all the rooftops. Yeah, they bought it up. They bought it all up and they own them all. And that's going to be cool. Those are going to be cool areas. So I'm like, where is that here? Where's the new cool area? Where's the new cool fan experience? And I don't see it. You mentioned the end zone ones. Okay. Granite, we've got those. That that's cool. I, but how many fans are really going to get a shot at that? No, not many. It's going to cost a lot of money. But I think that with, when you come to Arrowhead, like if you come here to watch your team, if you're from wherever Jacksonville or whatever, you come and the neighborhood is the t- is the tailgate. It's just the, the parking lot because that is like a neighborhood. It's not like as cool as Green Bay where there's someone's you know house there, but. Their cars Where? are sitting there, like like Arrowhead's parking lot. I mean, it's that's oh, a neighborhood. I think no, they're trying not. to make it into a neighborhood. I, mean, it, I think it, they're no, trying not. to make the, the word for, that thing for four hours. It's a neighborhood. Yeah. It, it kind of is, but it's not like like what you're talking about, like with neighborhood bars and all that stuff. It's not like that. But as much as any, because many of these places where you go, they don't even have parking lots around them. I, they, right, they it's, have, it, it's a it's it's I, a I, I, I completely object, and I think it's an absolute bogus sales job. That people from elsewhere are going to come running in here to see this place. Oh, people that is, will come here to watch not, Patrick Mahomes play. Yes. Not the stadium. Yes. Yeah. The minute he's gone. But and, it, and like the idea that we're going to have 5,000 people if every you, weekend in Kansas City that are here to take no. tours of Arrowhead Stadium when they're not playing football, not filling that. up hotel rooms is a lot of crap. Well, I thought there would be more like a little Lambo-y with like a Hall of Fame thing. They're just keeping the regular Hall of Fame here. So I don't think that stuff's even part of this. And I was a little surprised with that. But I think that if you made a list of the 32 places, Lambo is is 10 million feet above everyone else in the NFL. But Arrowhead is in the next group of if you wanted to go watch a game somewhere. It's got a reason to come because it is older. And now they're 
It's a four-time Super Bowl champion place. I mean, it's, it's like that. And the places where, that were before like that are gone. Lots of them are because they've, they've just built new ones. Because there's nothing to them. I agree. Like it's like it's like Adam said. I can't wait until after the World Cup when countries from all over the world go home to talk about our impressive, expansive, beautiful parking lots. Well, they might like them because it's, well, they don't have cars in most of those countries. They just take bikes to games. They have uh, it, transportation to them. But yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you that. Like, well, they, if people probably won't even allow tailgating. Let, let, so, let's, so, let's, so, let's boil it down. When you put something into the, and even if you buy up the ones right next to it, you go to Fenway Park. They own everything right around Fenway Park. But there's still stuff beyond it that's neighborhood stuff that you can go that is supplying, you know, is generating revenue for local businesses. Mm-hmm. And it's that atmosphere that makes it special. Yeah, right? and like, they, I think that only exists in Green Bay. I don't think that exists in anywhere football. Else. Yeah, and, only it, it, in it's Boston, just a different thing in Wrigley. I, I think it's like I, they tried I, to do. Jeff. They tried to do that in in uh, New England with those little shops. Well, and stuff, but and I, they I, failed. I, I think. think there's an element of it. Have you been to Baltimore? Have you been to an Orioles or Ravens game? I've not. I've been to a game. I've been to Baltimore and I've been around the state. There, there are businesses in state. There's a hotel that looks right down into it, and I. I but it's also because it's downtown. I mean, you know that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play one thing before we break, though. This is Mark Donovan talking about why there hasn't been development around there and why they don't, they're not planning any development around there. What are your plans for all these other amenities that had been originally considered for the Kauffman site? Yeah, I think um, it's important to recognize that originally considered by whom. Um, so our plan was we looked at that. We actually uh, did a pretty good analysis on real estate development, what we could do, entertainment districts, et cetera. And there's some reality that hits you pretty quickly. Um, right now in this market, this is not a location that is worthy of developing. Um, so as, as harsh as that sounds, it's just the reality from a business standpoint. Secondly, when you look at making a decision like that, you got to look at your competition. And the reality is we're going to have some unbelievable competition downtown when the Royals do what they're going to do. So why would we do something that competes with that and try to compete with that? And then I would say this, and most importantly, everything that we've done in this project has been focused on how do we enhance the fans' experience? How do we make Arrowhead better? And when you start with that focus, you start to lose the, the need to do more. So what we've done and everything you saw in that video and what we'll continue to do is how do we make the experience at Arrowhead better than anywhere else, whether you're going to a Taylor Swift show, a Morgan Wallen show, or a Chiefs game. The area is not worthy of development. I mean, they look through the numbers and all this stuff, and listen, you don't go. It's hard to develop. So why are you resisting the potential of having offers from other places around the metro? That could be like part of the pitch that we got. They love the stadium, sir. I know, but that's That's why. That's my whole point. Is like I asked John Sherman this at spring training. Like, listen, you had all these. You were going to do this entertainment district, and I get it. If you're going to have people, bars, and bands playing all the time, and you're going to be making money, and you're going to put that back into the ball club, that's all gone now. Well, where are the re- where are the ing- all gone. revenue engines? There, yeah. they're, well, they're going to be it's an less. office building, everything, but it was going to be all that and yeah. and now the and stays at the P and L, which yeah. I'm fine to make that healthier. But then on the football stadium, it's like, so why are you so married to this location if you can't develop it into one of two things? One, because this is just going to be where we play on game day, and we're taking the practice field and our offices someplace else, and we're going to develop that. Away from Jackson County. Or two, we're just sentimental. 
and we're actually we we don't care about the fact that we're cash poor every year when it comes to competing for free agency. Patrick Mahomes' career will end before they ask for another renovation. So when you build this, if your whole plan is, which by the way, it's not even going to be done until he might be done. Mm-hmm. If the plan is like yeah. it's always going to be like this with Pat, no. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that you're going to generate all this revenue from everybody coming to see this team, if it goes back to being pre-Andy Reid, ain't nobody going to be there. So where's the revenue generators that are supposed to help you have cash to go buy free agents? Well, I think the, the revenue generators are the rich people. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, they're going to try to strike that, that crew. And by the way, the Royals stink. But you know where you can't buy tickets most nights? In the Diamond Club and the Crown Seats. You're in the program here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Todd Lebo with us, brought to you by our friends at Family Leisure. K10 and Ridgeview, it's for family and fun. Come together. Mention 810, save even more. Patio furniture, hot tubs, spas, pools, um, basketball goals, as we mentioned. Um, they got it all. Poker tables, theater seating, uh, locally owned and operated for more than 25 years. Mention 810, save even more. Todd, what else do we need to hear? Well, let's play number six because uh, this is what we're going to play on plan. I wanted to play that development one because I thought that was interesting. We just right. said, hey, listen, it's just not worth developing. Um, this is Mark Donovan explaining why they want this particular innovation. Clark and I and other members of our senior team for the last five years, every single time we go to an away game, we spend some time in the stadiums looking at what they've done, looking how they've done it. What can we learn from that? What can we take from that? What do we not want to do that they've done? And we have the good fortune of playing in Los Angeles twice a year to play the Chargers at SoFi Stadium and in Vegas to play the Raiders, in addition to getting another visit in February. Um, You know, when you're in those stadiums and you're talking about, should we build a new stadium, should we renovate Arrowhead, it's very easy to get jealous. And the jealousy comes from, could we actually do this? Could we do it in a new building? Could we do it at Arrowhead? One of the things that has me most excited about this entire project is that you sit on that field level of Allegiant Stadium and you look at that amazing end zone suite that they have and you say, wow, too bad we can't do that. We found a way to do that. And not only are we bringing the best of the newest buildings in the NFL, but we're putting it inside the iconic Arrowhead Stadium. So as Clark said, we're keeping the spirit of this building and everything that makes it special, but we're bringing the very best of the best into the building. So that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. You go to the shiny places, you say, I like this thing. But they, do you like, buy everything you sell in there? No, I don't buy anything. I, I, think he's, I think, like I said, I'm a fan of Mark Donovan's. I think he's a great salesman. But, like, you're not – they're going to put a Final Four in the Nashville building. Right. I, I, here's, I think here's what we know. I think and I've seen the amount of people that come in for the entire weekend and what that does for the area. That is a big ticket. And I know what it does for the towns as far as the prestige, just like I don't want to lose baseball and football as much because of the prestige mm-hmm. and the ancillary effect of it being a final four city and being. And, and I think even more so, I'm not so sure that the volleyball is not going to play and, and things like that as that's growing. Well, let's, and, let's just let's just look at it this way. So they do this in. Indianapolis, right? They get Final Fours. Do the Colts benefit from that more, or does the city benefit from it more? Oh, I, I, you you don't think Indianapolis has benefited from having the NCAA no, I'm saying, building? I'm saying the, the the city benefits more, not the team. Yeah. Oh well, it's, if you're going to just let's just draw a line here and say 
the Chiefs don't want to foot the bill for something that's not going to benefit them as much as it's going to benefit the city. They can have these concerts, and they get to keep all that stuff from Well, then fine. Be pissed at whoever you want. It's not a Mark Donovan thing. Then get mad at the mayor and Frank White. For not Frank White. On him. Frank White said no, so don't get mad at Frank. But like, if this isn't the right thing for the town, then why are we letting? Why are the politicians letting this go up for a vote? Well, I think I think it's the right thing for the town to have the Chiefs, um, but the Chiefs are more important than a Final Four, I guess, or more important than a Super Bowl. Honestly, I mean, I think Clark Hunt has seen. Listen, he's been in a lot of these places. It was going to be probably a much panned Super Bowl if it were here. And it's not worth it for them right. to go through all this let's get, to have that. Let's get the most important question. Will it pass? I'll say yes right now, but I don't know. It was 53% last time, but they put two questions out there last time, two separate questions. And when I, everyone I talked to about that said they intentionally put that second question out there to give people a reason they could vote no and yes. And they knew one would pass, and the one that was passed is the one that was most important. And that was the renovations themselves. They put the roof out there, and people said, no to the roof. Fine, I'll give you this other thing. If this is one thing alone, this you can't just look at that last time and go, oh, it's going to be just like that. It'll pass. I don't know. I think it'll pass, but there's going to be a lot of opposition from people on the royal side of it who are going to get this place downtown and be upset downtown. You know what I mean? So it, this is we haven't had a vote like this ever in this town. Thank you, Todd. Check me in a month. We'll see where we stand. I don't know. Todd Lebo, always brought to you by our friends at Family Leisure, K10 and Ridgeview. All right, how many rookie running backs have rushed for 1,000 yards and played in the Super Bowl? Brought to you by Good Sense.